0: To suspend the implementation of the new mining charter This is after Mineral Resources Minister Mosebenzi Zwane Announced the new mining charter Stating that uh, the 26% black ownership has increased to 30% For more on this now, we're joined on the line by Senior Executive for Public Affairs and Transformation At the Chamber of Mines, Debelo Chabana Uh, Good to be talking to you. Good afternoon
1: Good afternoon to you and good afternoon to your listeners
0: What are you objecting to?
1: Well, you know, let, let me start off by saying, um, look, I mean, the, one must understand that the chamber and the mining industry is not anti-transformation. I think let's, let's make that clear. Transformation is a national imperative. And uh, so what we wanted in this new mining charter was a transformation tool that was going to certainly progress transformation in the sector. Um, we, we, we don't mind new targets. We don't mind stretched targets. But we want things that are achievable, Okay. So, and we we don't think that this charter provides that. Um, we thought we think that this charter is certainly flawed in many respects, and uh, from a procedural and a substantive point of view, and that is why we're taking it. Uh, we're taking uh, you know objection to the charter. Talk to if us about the elements. By,
0: yes, the elements that you are objecting to. I mean, the, the, the okay, one then, that the yeah. thirty percent, for instance, isn't that a radical transformation that everyone is
1: beginning to talk about now? No, no. No, let, let, let me let me maybe start from the beginning, and then I'll put that into context and then I will come to that just especially on the procedural point of view um remember previous mining charters were negotiated settlements between the industry trade unions uh, government you know the first one and the second one so it was it was a give and take situation where what came out was a negotiated settlement, and it's not as if anybody got their their, their way totally i mean you know um, you know it was something that you could certainly live with. With this particular charter, the DMR has gone and unilaterally, firstly they came up with their draft in April, which they uh, put out for draft. They've had a a consultation process, um, but certainly not within MIGDET where all the stakeholders are. They've engaged various parties uh, here and there. They say they've done so extensively, but it certainly was not an engagement. I mean, the the things that we put on the table were not really taking into account. So what we have now is a DMR charter that we don't uh, support. Now, that's the procedural side. So if, we had, if the DMR had come back to the table to say, well, here's the charter, uh, uh, like I said, in this multi-stakeholder forum, and then we could have maybe finalized it, that might have been different, but they haven't done that. Now, on the uh, substantive side of things, there are a number of problems that we have with the charter. Let me deal firstly, from I think the burning issue the ownership component. So the concern that the industry has is not so much with the new ownership targets, okay, mm. whether it be 30%, thirty percent, you know, thirty percent or what have you. Um, yes, they've gone and specified different uh, categories of ownership for communities and so forth. Well, so be it. But, okay, they must realize that going forward, though, that will impact on new transactions. The main concern that the chamber has relates to existing rights and essentially past transactions. The mining sector has essentially done a lot more BE transaction, I think, well, uh, than any other sector. I mean, we've done 200 billion worth of, of, of BE deals. We did them according to a particular set of rules at the time. Yeah. Now, some years later, the DMR is wanting to... Uh, we call it, you know, uh, legislate retrospectively and say, uh, well, you know, we meant X, Y, and Z but now we've changed our Okay, mind. Isn't it now, that the, the problem though, Tebello, let me
0: let me put this question yeah. to you that, you know, <laughs> there's so much negotiations about negotiations that... Uh, perhaps sometimes we don't even get to where we want to be look at what happened at Cadesa, and uh, the country is accused and the leadership is accused of, of giving in too much isn't it the right of government at some at some point in life to say listen we need to take this direction and this is policy and we're going to implement this whether the players like it or not it must be policy because the broader uh, south african population needs to benefit from from this then this is policy
1: yeah you're right, and, and you're right. Governments must certainly be quite assertive, and they must be—you know—they must be forethought and they must legislate. But they must do so while taking into consideration, you know, the views of society. I mean, it's a constitutional democracy. And when they do, when you do put a law in place, and you say this is going to be the law. You must stick to that. You cannot, after the trans- after mining companies have put in, have, have done these huge transactions, lot, you know, worth a lot of money, then change and say, okay, no, no, we want to change the rule. So government, it must be careful not to change the rules midstream. You know, government has the right to legislate, but if you're going to put in rules, and it's particularly worse for mining because remember, mining, you know, it's a long-term. Investment game where you start thinking yourself. Now you're only going to make money in ten years' time. Okay, you are you are putting you are thinking your capital, and the understanding that the rules are in place, which government puts in. The rules are in place if government then changes the rules two or three down the line trust me you will not have people investing in this country in the mining sector and that's at the core of the issue
0: all right uh, lutando brookwe is uh, the head of transformation at the national union of mine workers we will talk to him after this uh, because it's a it's a very important discussion uh, and yeah. of course we're running out of time but let me stay with you uh, 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 mr chabana here so what is your next step
1: Okay, so, so the next step is um, this, this very issue of uh, the past transactions. Um, you will remember that we had this, you know, both us and the DMR minister at the time, Minister Ramaswati, really, agreed that this, this important legal principle had to go to court to be decided, right? So he agreed, but look, subsequently the DMR is certainly not in favor of pursuing this, but we've decided to go ahead because it's absolutely important that the court decides whether or not there was a provision for top-up or BE transactions or so forth, okay? Now, so that's related right to the past. If, if the rules are clear going forward, so be it. And the mining charter wants, uh, the mining industry likes clear rules going forward. So we're going to set down our declarative. We're going to apply to the high court um, to get a court date. That's the one element. The second thing is now the actual charter itself. As we've heard, that we're going to be interdicting the charter from coming into effect. Well, essentially, it's come into effect, but we want to actually suspend the charter for some time until certainly things are resolved. And then thirdly, we want to take it on review from, for procedural and substantive reasons. Now, the reason why we've also gone, um, you know, I've mentioned the substantive issue is that there are many, many problems with this charter. We talk about unachievable targets. As it is now, as you speak, a company that is trying to apply for a new mining right um, has to all of a sudden have um, well, they've got to get their B uh, options in, in place, but they can't even do the do their B transaction okay. relating to the I've run out of time, the is not in But yeah, I've run out, Sorry, out of that's time. Just, a, a little example, just yeah, in yeah.
0: in ten seconds, give us your timelines then. In in, in ten seconds, so what happens next? When
1: timelines? The interdict is probably next week. That we're going to court. The review probably sometime later this year the declaratory order also later on in this year.
0: Indeed, it's a lengthy process.